So without further ado, really excited for this one. There is a new sheriff in town, uh, taught by the godfather himself, uh, Coach Emma Hickey. You there, Emma? Hey, guys. I'm there. How's it going? How's it going? Right. Great. I'm great. Glad to have you. Glad to have yeah, you. We'd like thank to hear you guys a little for bit having of, me. A little bit about yourself, and uh, some of the guys have some questions for you. So uh, let's get this thing started, boys. So um, question one, and then we'll kind of go in that roundtable fashion, and I'll, I'll kind of spin it that way. So Emma, I know I, I say this, and I, I keep stack of this. Brian and I are kind of statisticians. Is that how you say it? Statisticians or whatnot? <laughs> Mathematicians. We yeah. have on this podcast with us, guys, Chaos Black, first year most winningest coach. Can we get a little hand clap real quick? For yeah. The winningest coach? Yeah, yeah. So – what I mean by this is the first year as a head coach, if you take all of our squad, you have more wins than any other first-year head coach that's been a part of this squad. Uh, there, there might be one or two with Maya, but, I mean, hey, I'm saying in general, in this 12-year or higher, you are the most successful first-year winning as coach. How's that make yeah. you feel, by the way? Man, that's awesome. That's that's pretty cool. You know, I got to step in a little bit towards the end of – your guys' league season and kind of step in for Coach Nate when uh, Gray had a lot going on. And we uh, that was a lot of pressure. I'm going to say we won a couple of games. But like, man, like my record has started. Like this is – yeah, like, this is going. So um, it's been League champions. Lot. League yeah. champions. Yeah. League champions. Yeah. We're still waiting on that trophy. Yeah. But it, it's coming. Still, it's coming. Yes. So, yeah. No, it's been great. I'm very excited. So you it's... felt no pressure, right, Coach Emma? <laughs> Oh yeah, no, none whatsoever. Yeah, cool. not, I want to hear following after the Godfather. Right. Oh, well, yeah. well, we, we call you the sheriff again. The episode is titled <laughs> "New Sheriff in Town," so just you are the sheriff. That it's never going to go it. away. Love you're going to be 80 years old being called the sheriff. It's just what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, what's crazy though? I heard the the contract that you signed with Nate lifetime supply of pizza. <laughs> oh, Tell me about that. So oh, it's, man. <laughs> just lifetime kidding. supply. Just, and, man. and when are we invited? And when are we invited? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It, it is Totino's, but I'm just saying. You guys are <laughs> so, always invited. Always I like invited. It. I like it. So I know, obviously, we, we know your pedigree. Again, I, I, I mean when I say that, most winning as coach. With that being said, we know a little about your official coaching pedigree, but how long have you been coaching outside of out of this this realm? How long have you been coaching altogether? So, so uh, this is my fourth year with the Chaos Organization. Um, okay. I've, I've bounced around every season. Which has been awesome because I've gotten to different girls, a lot of different coaching styles. Um, but this is my first season as a head coach, so I'm I'm pretty new to the game, and it's pretty cool. Um, I tell my girls, I tell my parents, you know, I'm learning as we go. I'm learning with your girls. I'm kind of growing up with your girls in a to a point. So, um, fourth season coaching, first season as a head coach, and looking for many more. Wow. So first year head coach already met. So you talk about rookie season, rookie of the year. So you're coming out trophy winning league and then having a successful getting to the semifinals in this last tournament. How'd that make you feel, man? On top of all that, uh, yes. man, we've, we've had some, we've definitely had some highs. We've had three tournaments this fall and yep. there have just been mm -hmm. so many situations in those games that it just, it just it gives you chills. It makes you so excited for the potential of this team. And yes, um, yes. we kind of started down a little bit in this last tournament, the play for the rings on at Genesis. And yeah. I told the girls, I said, you know, what's it gonna take? I said, Do I need to coach in a cowboy hat in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna pull a dub. 
And so, sure enough, I don't think they believed me that I was going to pull up. And, um, <laughs> you made it Sunday. Game, Sunday. First morning. game, Sunday morning, 8 a.m., bright and early. We had the hat on, and I thought it was they decided, <laughs> no, no, it was, it was truly a bet that I made with them. So, so whatever so it takes. It was funny because I'm watching this game. Obviously, Brian, you know, we're, we're calling it, and Blaine, too. We're calling this game, and I kid you not, man, we're standing there, and Coach Emma goes over, and it's a serious discussion. Her and Blue are talking, and it's it's pretty heated. And this cowboy hat, it's like, how do I take this seriously? <laughs> <laughs> like what do i believe here you know but sure enough all day long even like at lunch like the cowboy hat stayed on so it was it was, it was pretty funny so uh I want, yeah so second question and again we'll, we'll kind of give you many more and if you hear any little bit of audio background guys we'll apologize for that but you want to take question two brian kind of go from there yeah yeah so um real curious about um just you know you said your background you've you've been around coaching for four years what made you get started in uh in coaching what kind of piqued your interest with coaching you know People don't talk about what an athlete goes through when you've played a sport your entire life. I mean, I started at T-ball when I was five and went on to play college ball. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have to accept that there's a time that this sport's going to be over and you uh-huh. have to move on with your life. And I was going yeah. to school. Um, I was working. And it just something was missing. I mean, I'm a very competitive person. You guys kind of mentioned that I play slow pitch on the sides. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not the same competitive level as college ball, obviously, but um, <laughs> it just, I knew that there was something missing, and I was family friends with Kara Betson, who she was uh-huh. the head coach of the team that I first helped out, a chaos team, yes. um, and I just reached out to her, and I said, hey, you know, it was, I think it was halfway through the season, maybe, and I said, I don't know what you guys have going, but I'd love to come and help if it's, you know, carrying your buckets in, if it's helping catchers, whatever you need me, like, I just need to be involved in this sport again and mm-hmm. I just this chaos family you know every single team every parent mm-hmm. it's truly a family so Nate preaches family a lot to his girls um but it's organization wide and they just they kind of adopt yes. you and it's hard to not be yep. fully invested into that um <laughs> kind of <laughs> after that first season I got my feet wet and then um had a season that I coached under Dave Clanton and every season Nate's been Emma head coach this team I need I want you to head coach this team I think you'd be great and it just it just didn't feel like I was to that point until um he reached out to me again after this last season with David Wilson um Mm -hmm. Casey Dugan and he just said it's time like there's nobody better he was coaching this team before me and you know he kind of just said there's nobody that I trust and I think could be more influential on these girls and which is again a lot of pressure but um it all has just kind of paved its way to where we're at now so I'm very very fortunate and very happy to be in this sport and couldn't imagine it any other way I love the uh just you know kind of spitballing and and Blaine and Dane um I love the again we are not we're not rookies anymore we're not development we are literally Mm -hmm. we're, we're we are now that we have two flagship teams come along. We are there yeah. now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. we called a game, and I'll tell you, Emma, you probably remember it, that there's a Wichita Stars game. Holy moly, oh, you know? Man. And oh, yes. that's the kind of stuff that you you – I don't care if it's MLB or soccer or chess. Like that that kind of stuff right there, man, when you're calling games like that, when you're seeing this happen, the girls, the passion. I wish you would have the cowboy hat then because you probably would have thrown it <laughs> to, the, to the stands or whatever. And, and, and I've that, got a – go ahead. I was going to say, those are the type of games that – when you're playing them and everybody at that facility, it turns their heads to watch because that was a great right. game to watch. 
You thought that's, we were at MLB. That's something those you know? girls are, yeah. yeah, those girls are going to remember that game for, yeah. I mean, there's games I remember that just certain moments and, I mean, that's one that I'm not going to forget. So that, yeah. that, was, that was a good one. That's awesome. So we're going to, in a second, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Um, we got to pay the sponsors and all that. So we're going to take a quick timeout, and then Blaine's going to come back and take care of uh, question three. We'll be right back, you guys. Awesome. So we're back. So guys, again, picking up right where we left off. We got a new sheriff in town. Um, Coach Era, uh, Coach Emma, the sheriff, is here with us. Howdy, partner. We're back. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> Blaine's going to take over question three. Blaine, do the, do what you do, Blaine, and drop some wisdom and do all that so good <laughs> stuff you do, Blaine, with question three, man. Yeah, I always get the best questions. Um, <laughs> to my Drew the long straw. Uh, yeah, but uh, no, uh, Emma, you said that you've been coaching the Chaos organization about four years, kind of bouncing mm-hmm. around team to team maybe learning from, you know, several different coaches, mm-hmm. kind of who are the coaches who have influenced you, maybe even outside of chaos um, coaches yeah. that you've had that you've played for. Um, and just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say, you know, David Clanton is a stand up guy. I mean, he kind of originated the title of being the, the Daisy, the Justin, you know, that extra, that third assistant on a roster that, um, mm-hmm is your it's your bat boy it's your do it all and I got a coach under him and he just truly truly cares about the girls even past them on the field I mean it was I kind of saw that you know you can have relationships and you want to be that person that these girls can come to and trust and um he kind of let me without having that title of head coach I mean he kind of let me run that. And so it just gave getting that opportunity, that little taste and knowing that he trusted me to his daughter was on the team, you know, to coach them, to be an influence in their life. It, it definitely kind of showed me that that was, that was the kind of head coach I wanted to be. And, you know, I love watching Nate Crane coach. He, he and I have very similar coaching styles and the fact that we're very tough on our girls. Um, it might be, that they run a lot at practice, but we're going to be the first one to give them a hug on a bad play or a bad game or something. And um, he kind of reassured me that it's okay to be tough on these girls. You know, they're not 18, they're not in college, but they are 12. And it's getting to the point that, you know, they're going to have to make a decision. Is this something I'm going to pursue? Is this something that I want to see through into high school and college even? And Mm -hmm. so kind of having him to back me and give me the opportunity to do the conditioning, you know, do the, I'm, I'm big on conditioning. We run a lot at our yeah. classes. Yeah, you do. Um, My goodness. I, <laughs> She's got, you clear. got, you got what, three, five Ks under your belt now too with this team. That's crazy. Yeah. Man. Like, yeah. We've got another one and another one coming up. It's crazy. So yeah, I'm pretty fortunate. And I, you know, sometimes I think it's hard because they are 12. They think, Oh, my coach is yelling at me so much. And, we had a really good chat after practice a couple of weeks ago. And I just said, look, when I quit yelling at you and quit trying to correct you, that is when you need to be concerned. I said, I have a special relationship with each and every one of you. I love you guys. I care about you. I want to see you succeed. And so by me, you know, correcting something over and over, or by me having you guys drop your gloves and run to the pole and back, it's not because I don't like you. It's because I like you and because I want to see you succeed so much. So um, I've been fortunate to, a lot of chaos coaches just kind of mimic them and figure out my own little style in it. So you'd say again, I, I think Blaine, man, you always, you do this every time, Blaine. I'm jealous. I'm taking your question every time. Man, well, it, well, it's, it's so funny because it's funny because 
uh, you know, it's it's not when I'm yelling at you that you need to worry. Mm-hmm. It's when I'm quiet. And that's what I always yes. told my players when I was coaching, you know, junior football and baseball. I, I, I told them the same thing, you know. They make a mistake and I yell at them. It's because I care and I see the potential. And, yes. you know, I'm trying to push them. So, um, so, it's when, so I'm, does when, that... when I'm quiet that you – so it's funny that, she, you know, she kind of said the same thing there. So I wonder yeah. if that message applies to our wives. When you stop yelling at me, honey. If you're I'm not, not yelling there. at me, honey. When you're, why is there no – no, I'm just joking. We'll scrub that out. But, no, yeah, that's awesome. Dane, you always do that. <laughs> so, Dane, you want to you take it from there on that question for man? You know? uh, yeah, I'm just uh... – I was just wanted to know um, now that you've got uh, a season under your belt um, and you guys did very well. I mean, Thank we've you. watched a lot of your games um, through your Facebook page and seeing how you coach these girls and, and the mentality they have when they go in each game. What do you see coming into the winter? Um, how are you in preparation for next season? Yeah. And also, what do you plan to do uh, next season as far as tournaments? And, and are you going to get bigger and more of them? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our last game of this last tournament, we played the Blue Sox. We lost to them. Um, mm-hmm. And I told the girls afterwards, I said, you know, I'm disappointed because the errors that were made were very – I mean, they were little – it was not thing – we didn't get beat because that team was – better or more skilled we got beat because we didn't slide it to or we let a ball drop in front of us in the outfield and we could have mm-hmm. taken one more step I mean it just to know how hard that these girls have worked and to know how badly yeah. we wanted it um that was kind of the frustrating part so I think it's mm-hmm. I'm I'm a big mental athlete I mean I'm big on let's get our head right let's get it in there you know right. So I think it's going to be a lot of conditioning and it's going to be a lot of pushing ourselves and mentally yeah. pushing ourselves. And we, uh, when I was playing at Ottawa, we actually had a um, sports therapist come. We were kind of all in a slump and uh, Jay Camp, the head coach of Ottawa at the time, um, said, you know what, like, let's, let's bring him in. Let's see what he can do. And I learned a lot from him just about the mental aspects of the mm-hmm. game that carries into life in general. So I think we're going to work a lot on um, mentally getting tough, being able to really push ourselves past what we think is possible. Um, doing a lot of team bonding, man. This team, they're a fun team. Mm. We hung out last night so my girls could turn in their raffle tickets. And um, it's so yeah. good to have them all together. They love TikTok, every last one of them. They all want to make TikToks <laughs> all the time. So, all the time. Um, I'm sure we're going to have a couple of TikToks. We do have a, a Chaos Black TikTok, so be sure to follow that. But um, oh, there we go. it's, it's going to be a lot of just continuing the fundamentals. I mean, they. it's cool to see when I coach and I get – you know, heads nodding or I get questions or they're at the age that things yeah. are clicking. They're understanding yeah. the sport. They're understanding the rules. So it's just going to mm-hmm. continue to develop on that. Um, come summer, come spring. I, yeah, seven, eight tournaments. I mean, it's, this mm-hmm. is a tournament only team and we're not yeah. a developmental team anymore. I mean, yep. we're competing mm-hmm. in these tournaments. Mm-hmm. So I, Josh Livingood, can't wait to see you again, bud. It's, yeah. it's be a whole Let's go. Team, see, so. he's coming to get you. That, that right there. And th- this is what I'm telling you. This is what I love about taking a pause for a second. And, and this and this world, on the on the field, 
we, we will we will be not enemies, but we are not friends in the field. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, we're all going to hug, you know, give each other a hug about pizzas. We're just yeah. talking about that, right? Yeah. As soon as we walk off the field, and now we're going to cheer for you, this and all that, but I like what you said there. Um, and I like that where we are right now, and I stand behind this, we are not we are not a developmental team. We are up there. We are part of the elite squad, and it's mm-hmm. awesome, you know? So, yeah. Emma, you came in last season when we were still kind of messing with some farm system ideas, and then right. we you took that and said, all right, this is our direction. We're going to have have designated position players. I mean, to an extent, we watched you do that all season. And man, I, I think you're right. They have only gotten exponentially better. Again, no pressure. That was your first year. Imagine what you're going to do your second year. If this was the first year, the winningest head coach for the first year, uh, it's going to be it's going to be crazy. I'm telling you, you know. And this team has a following. There's a there's a there's a nation that follows behind this team. Like you said, your, your TikTok presence, um, you get, you guys get a ton of love on even Facebook or YouTube. There's many, many facets now of where your team gets rallied behind, you know? Um, somebody said something about your game. It was like Wisconsin, like what? Okay. You know, (laughs) or Texas and it's all over the place. So the team definitely has a lot of love. The girls know that they feed off of that. And I think it's just, it's it's clicking in all cylinders, you know? So I'm, I'm excited to kind of see what we're seeing. Dane, man, that was a good question too, man. So, I mean, we're learning a lot about you again. We see you and it's different. You guys, the reason we're doing these, these interviews, you can see a coach and you might not know what's going on across uh, their mind, uh, when they're making that decision. There's times when every parent out there has had that i've had it brian and you've had it blaine and dane our kid might get benched what the heck you know and then we're like let's go talk to the coach and find out oh that makes sense why getting to know the reason why a coach might do something there's a whole reason of why that decision may have happened you know so um it's it's good to hear from you know your side of it you know yeah and i'm i'm definitely big on i don't have i can think in my head oh i'm gonna put this person here for this game and Mm -hmm. i've made it very clear to those girls that i make that final decision of who's gonna play in a spot during warm-ups my pitchers everybody i mean if if one person man i work ethic goes so far with me and i would put somebody who's going to work harder than the person next to them put them in a place even if they might not be the better athlete even if it might cost us a game if you're going to work your butt off, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm there for yeah. it. So I was never, yeah. I was never the best athlete on any team that I was on, but I can promise you that I outworked everybody and it, yeah. it just, I think hard work goes a long way. And it, you know, in personal life, if you've learned that you can push yourself and um, you know how to be a tough athlete, it's going to help you long-term in careers and relationships, just in being successful in general. Man, isn't it Blaine, Brian, Dane, again, this is the third coach this week we've heard. Have you not heard that exact same thing? It's almost an attitude and effort. To an extent, like there's a, there's a theme of look, you know, and one thing, you know, coach Emma, we're going to kind of give you the four to preach. Every coach likes to preach. That's one thing I've learned with every coach. (laughs) It's time for church likes to preach. Um, You do it for free. You guys, they, she does it for free. The time it is not easy to do this for free. You know Um, we all work, you know, we have jobs and that sometimes even itself, the motivation to, you know, you got to push yourself to do it for free. How did you get to that point where, Hey, you're willing to give back. Is it something to click one day? I'm going to, I want to give back. When, when did that occur? Or have you just always had that, that, that gene, you know, to, to do it and hustle and drive, you know? Um, I, I would say that it's definitely came as each season with this organization has come. Um, and kind of to my benefit, when you're a head coach, you know, you get to pick the days that you practice, you get to kind of, 
pick more of your tournament schedule. And I'm, my parents have a place at Tabor Rock. I spend a lot of time at Tabor Rock. Um, being able to really schedule that on my own was kind of the selling point for me, at least yeah. that Nate was <laughs> preaching down my throat to convince me to <laughs> sign up to do this. But, um, and then once I did, I mean, I cannot tell you guys enough. I've got two of your daughter, three of your daughters on my roster. And these girls are, I call them my mini besties or my mini me's or, yeah. I mean, I just <laughs> passed the coach relationship. You know, I have a almost friendship relationship with them and they mm-hmm. tell me about, you know, the drama going on at school or quote unquote boyfriends broke up with whoever. And I mean, it's cool to know that I'm only 24. So I'm still <laughs> growing yeah. up with these girls and I'm not far off from, I mean, that was 12 years ago. Yes. But mm-hmm. I can kind of relate to them more. Relatable. Um, yeah. yeah relatable. I've, I've, I've told these girls, you know, as long as you guys are going to have me, I'm going to coach you until you guys go to college. Like I yeah. want to help see you through to that point. And if you're willing to put in the work, I'm going to do it too. And if I've had a stressful day at work or, you know, I've had life stuff come up in the last couple of years that I was struggling personally, but when I got to go to softball and be with these young girls that, want to be there you know they enjoy it they love the game it it makes it so worth it so yeah um, that's Macy, hannah all of my 11 girls are just they're incredible they make me want to work harder i noticed that i start to make life decisions like huh i wonder what wonder what riley would say about this or (laughs) (laughs) this little stuff like that but i'm very fortunate to have them to have the parents that i do um and it's you know my parents my mom bless her heart has been to every single sporting event I've ever had. She comes to my slow pitch game. She loves coming to our games. You know, my boyfriend is very supportive. Um, it just, it's, everyone's kind of included us in their family. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it's, I, it's just, it's the connections, it's the relationships and knowing that maybe I can have a positive impact on these girls. And one day they may, might decide to coach. I mean, I don't have a kid on the team. I mean, it's not, there's no bias. There's no nothing. So it's, man, I'm in a good position. Did you? So Emma said this. So Dane blamed Brian. So Emma said it. Casey said it. Nate said it. I I feel like this is something that's it's part of a coach's DNA. Emma, you kind of spoke about something that pretty much coaching in give playing and coaching has helped you through situations through trauma. Mm -hmm. Coaching is a healing technique, you know. And I'm hearing that like playing and coaching. We've been hearing this every interview that we do. That this is a therapeutic thing. Mm -hmm. It's life lessons. It's healing and it's giving back. You know. So wow, just yeah, without a doubt. So we always ask all of our coaches if you want to take a little bit of time, kind of preach, you know. And we 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 open the floor. Anything you kind of want to get out out there um, to the world or you just spread uh, your message or agenda. Mm-hmm. This is your time to just kind of to take the floor, you know? Yeah. Um, there's definitely a couple of things that I repeat often, whether it's practices before games. Um, I'm big on short memory. So, mm-hmm. you know, you make a bad play. If you hang your head, you're going to make another bad play. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're not focused. You're, you're too down. Um, and this applies to life too. I mean, short memory on, the bad days on the man probably shouldn't have done that. Okay. Let's, let's pick our heads up positive off of that. And so, I mean, I preach it to them and, you know, there's always situation in games and I'm like, all right, guys, what do I say? And they're like short memory. Like it's repetitive. They're probably tired of hearing it already, but mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, it's helped me a lot in life too, to just realize that, you know, unfortunately life is short and 
it might not always go the way that you want it to, but if you can pick your head up and just put a smile on your face and make the most of it, I think it's, it's going to benefit you a lot more. Um, and then we also talk about having, being a, being a little, I don't want to say cocky, but having some swagger in your swag. I mean, yep. Yeah. It's, yeah. You girl, your girls try out to be on this team. Nobody, I was not handed a list and said, here's your team. I was mm-hmm. handed 11 names and said, these girls were on my roster before, have them come to tryouts and see what happens. And here's what we're doing. So, I mean, I would not, I've obviously been on developmental teams, but this team is not that. I mean, these yep. girls are yep. good and they deserve to be there. Um, yep. And so we definitely need to have a little bit of, a little bit of swagger in our step, but I'm also big on not getting too big for your britches. I mean, mm-hmm. you get your head too big and you think, all right, we're going to walk all over this team and then you make these little errors and uh, a team that you should beat is going to beat you. I mean, yep. so it's kind of a happy balance. And again, same in life. It's being confident mm-hmm. in who you are, what you bring to the table, but never being afraid to uh, pull out the chair for the person next to you and do something nice for people. So I'm um, telling you, I'm telling you, cool. that's, have we heard that you guys? I'm telling you, every, <laughs> yeah. the same. And it's, it's not, it, yeah. I can tell you, nobody told you to say that. That's just, it's built into you. It's, it's the spirit of a coach, you know? So you, yeah. you guys must all be like yeah. Aquariuses or whatever. You might have the same <laughs> sign or something. You know? I'm a Taurus. I'm a Taurus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> man. <that>. So, <laughs> but no, but no. I appreciate what you guys are doing and I'm man. excited to hear and to learn from other coaches. Um, I never really had, my dream was always to go to KU. Like that was what rock, it was. Rock. And then I got to Blaine. Blaine. Rock, rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I got to like my junior year of high school and I was like, man, like, I don't know that I'm ready to be done playing softball. And I, uh, I never played traveling ball. I was pretty heavily involved in my youth group growing up. And if I mm-hmm. were to do it again, I'd do the same thing. I mean, I'm who I am today because of that youth group, but I just didn't have the same exposure that a lot of girls did. And I really didn't have anybody advocating okay here's here's what you need to send to a college coach or so I think that if you guys could make that help and help help educate these girls of you know let's let's get a coach on who's going to say you know yeah I'm looking for this on a high school player at a showcase or yeah "Yeah, I love when you send me a hype video or just little stuff like that I mean if we can help these girls get to the next level I mean that's that's the dream yes pay pay it forward um, yeah yeah yeah, most definitely that's the goal but oh, just to I echo totally that too. appreciate you guys doing this. I don't think some of yeah. these girls realize high school is yeah. only two years away. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it flies wild. by. Flies yeah. by. Yeah. I look at 20 yeah. years of softball. And we, here we, we are. <laughs> yeah. We mentioned the other night when Coach Nate was on is, you know, you play 60, 70 games over a summer and it's mm-hmm. just like that, it's gone. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow. And then can't get it back. You know, yeah, add that on to like Brian said two years they're gonna be looking at high school like, i love man. it so coach emma i think about uh kind of recap and we always kind of break down and, and again it's i know you're busy and again volunteer work this is something that it, this is a community outreach program you know uh, people say these things about get back to your community thank you for what you're doing mm-hmm. for you know again oh, yes. mentorship you you should all of you coaches you guys are the ones that should be getting the spotlight i i'll be on the sideline ryan i'll be filming we can hit mute you can't hit mute when a, a play goes bad and you have to control your tongue that is mm-hmm. a talent yes. that is amazing when it when a player afterwards gives you 
attitude and you got to, you know, I, I, I've seen you get interesting. You'll say your expression is get your ducks in a row. I love that. Mm-hmm. But that's, get your ducks in a row. That's as far as you'll go, though. But there's <laughs> is that, a, there's is that a, the expression that I use, Josh? Yeah. Yes, it, yes, it is. It definitely is. It's PG, PG podcast. So yeah. you'll use that. <laughs> so to be able to do that is uh, is is impressive. To be able to have the, the knowledge that, look, beyond this game, we all as fanboys is like we are play, calling a game. We're frustrated in a loss and we're super empathetic yeah. emphatic in a win so to have that composure that you do as a only coaches yeah. have that gene i'm telling you so anyway uh, brian yeah. and blaine you guys have anything or dane and kind of in closing to coach you want to say to her or you know i don't know uh i just to me it's just man talking to all these coaches you know you get uh you get excited for what they're doing because they put so much into it and it seems effortless but they get results and I mm-hmm. just each one I talk to, you get more and more inspired. So, you know, with Emma, you know, do you, do you by chance need another pitcher? <laughs> I have a daughter that throws now. <laughs> just listen, listening to you today and, and ha- listen to you today and how you approach things. It, it just makes me excited for not only your team and, and the other coaches we talked to, but uh, around Wichita, you know, if this mm-hmm. is how all these coaches are and the personalities you go in uh, looking at on all of them um i'm glad that we're doing this and can showcase all of you because you all have something unique to bring and it's all great thank you i I have yeah blaine what about you or brian he has everything you want to say to coach so yeah for me just you know this one was really special for me like i said earlier you know from the bottom of my heart thank you for Mm -hmm. you know what you do for my daughter and for all of our you know daughters on the team and for uh you know for caring about them and caring about their future and i love what you said about you know you'd love to even see them into college that's awesome Mm -hmm. like that's that's Mm -hmm. bigger than coaching you know that's that's doing something and um you know creating a legacy for your coaching too so really appreciate it make it it easy i'll tell you that they make it worth it blaine mr Uh, miracle worker with your words anything you want to say Oh, uh, just the part that hit me the most, I guess, is building that relationship with, you know, your players. Um, I know, you know, coaching junior football four or five years ago, I'll still have a couple players here in town. You know, I'll be at a high school football game. They'll see me and they'll come up and say hey to me, ask how I'm doing. So that matters more than anything. Um, you know, I don't remember what games we won and lost, you know, about four or five years ago. But just if I had an impact on even one one player um, – you know, it was all worth it. So, no doubt. No um, doubt. Yeah, I think that I love it. Definitely touched on that. I, I really, I really like that. So. Awesome. Well, Coach Emma, I know we usually stay around. We little we we've spent some time in overtime, extra innings <laughs> with you. Um, I know she's got a, a big following. Again, we'll put it in the bio, her TikTok page. Uh, of course, you. You, know, you know, yeah, it's in there. Of course, the Chaos Black page. Emma's on that as well as YouTube. You guys, every yeah. one of their games, we we broadcast it for you to see. Of course, this podcast, we'll get it out. It'll be out by the end of the night. Um, share the gospel of chaos again. The message of what Coach Emma has said to you tonight. Um, again, I'm pretty sure that's uh, that's. The message she wants you to take back is this is family, this is community, this is beyond softball. It's behind the plate, like we say. So, um, Coach, we, we appreciate you. We'll get you back to your night. Yes. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you, Coach. Um, Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. We'll, we'll, see you we'll see you soon, okay? Thanks. Sounds good. Thanks. Well, guys, uh, man, uh, wow. I'm just always kind of decompressed. Uh, what are your guys' final thoughts after that one? That was a, that was a, that was a good one, you know? So... Yeah, that was awesome. Hey, uh, I mean, Dan, for I so young, for you. does the Grays team have any have, swagger? Yeah, that, <laughs> sure. <laughs> None. <laughs> Only me. No, <laughs> no, they have, they have, they have plenty. 
plenty. I'm, I'm just trying to ride the coattails, but yeah, they have plenty of swag when they walk out there. I'm not sure what they call it swag, but something, something, something uh, special. Blaine, what'd you, know, you all think, these man? Chaos teams, and they go out there. Yeah, man, it's 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 a thing. Blaine, how'd you feel, man? That was a good one, huh? Yeah, good stuff. Uh, tonight, I thought went really well. Definitely, uh, you you see a common theme uh, with a lot of these coaches about attitude, effort, building relationships with their players. Yeah. Um, other than just on the field stuff, you know, there's a lot more important stuff. Obviously, you, you want to win and have fun, and but uh, just building those lasting relationships. Um, it's awesome, man. Most yep, important. agreed. I'll say this in uh, closing, guys. Uh, we have want to say thank you to uh, Wichita Fast Pitch. They've been kind of out there helping promote the Behind the Plate podcast. Uh, we've got a lot, uh, a lot of interviews to come. Like I said, we've got. I'm pretty excited. We're going to be working with Phil Thompson from 104.5 The Fox just for some publicity of the of the brand. He's going to be bringing us on actually his show as well as Jeff Lutz who works with League 42. Um, again, we're we're tracking down Christy from Wichita State University. Actually, we're working with uh, friends head coach um, Brian and Dan and I have a slew and Blaine as well of, of coaches. I've got, man, we have so many lined up, but we're having to find the time now. So keep pushing the brand, keep spreading the word and we'll keep this thing going as long as you guys want it. So on behalf of the trophy dads here and behind the plate, you know, we're, we're grateful that you do what you do and listen to us. Um, that's another one in the book. So stay tuned as we track down what should be um, Jeff Lutz next. Uh, that should be coming at you Sunday. So you guys uh, have a great night. Dame, Blaine, Brian, y'all have a good Love. night. Okay. Love Thanks, you guys. guys. Yep. Take Good care, night. fellas. Good night, guys. Have a great night. Thank Good you night. for listening. Bye.